0: We are on Memhe, Ambaez 45 B2 in the Archcol Gamara. We have a few more lines left for the rest of the Amud and a few interesting uh, cases and stories. This will really be the beginning of uh, the topics on conversion on Gerus and really the 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 place where it is found is really in the next couple of blot, over the next couple of weeks. We'll be going into great detail, the entire process of conversion, all the details involved in conversion, and this is really the the primary place where it is found, and we will touch upon a part of it uh, today as well. But before we get there, just uh, one more line before we get there. And the Gemara says, Again, the cases that we've been dealing with uh, for the past blot, or so for the for the past uh, daf, were, were, are cases where the mother is Jewish but the father is not Jewish, and so Rava has the following case. Rava, uh, he declared that Rav Mari bar Rachel. Rav Mari bar Rachel is uh, Mari, is his name. His mother was Rachel. His mother was Rachel. who was actually also the daughter of Shmuel, the famous Shmuel, and so Mari is the grandson of Shmuel. However, Rachel was taken into captivity and had uh, relations with sexual relations with a non-jew that non-jew actually ended up converting himself but Mari was born before the conversion and so his father at the time of his birth was not Jewish his mother was Jewish and so that's the case his father's not Jewish and his mother was Jewish and so we we've, we've discussed in the Last couple of recordings, how there's this big discussion: is the child a mamzer or not a mamzer? In the end, we rule that he's not a mamzer. However, in this in this case, Rava says that he was fit, and he even appointed him among the officers of Bavel. He had a position of leadership. He had a position of leadership. What's the problem? Why would you think he cannot have a position of leadership? Because of the following reason, even though it says in the following prayer, there's a ruling that you have to point yourself a king, and the verse says, It says, The king has to be somebody who is from the midst of your brothers. The verse says, From the midst of your brothers, uh, and which is why a ger, a convert, is not allowed to be a king. So, hi, Kevin Dima, we care about However, in this case, the child is not a ger; he's not a convert. It's true, his father is not Jewish, but because his mother is Jewish, so therefore, he is allowed to be appointed into positions of leadership. And so, it's important to note uh, that this ruling uh, continues to apply till today. A convert cannot become a king, and the Rambam and others uh, they extend this not just to being a king, but to other positions of leadership. Uh, if the father is not Jewish and the mother is Jewish so we see from the word that they could be uh, a leader Uh, but however, a ger, a convert is not allowed to be a leader. Now, how do you define leadership is a big question. Uh, What does it mean to be a leader? What if somebody else has uh, you have to consult with other people you cannot make your own decisions the king can make his own decisions it's completely up to him. What about other situations of like being the president of a shul of a synagogue do they have uh, the right to make whatever decisions they want. They have a board that they have to work with. Uh, so are they allowed to become a president is a big question, uh, of let's say of a vishul, of a synagogue. Uh, are they allowed to be a rosh yeshiva, the leaders of a, of a yeshiva institution, a mashkiach, uh, both a mashkiach in a yeshiva, and also a mashkiach just in terms of a mashkiach kashrus, that checking over and watching over uh, kashrus and kashrus organizations, this is a very very big question with regards to a convert. But the point of the Gemara here is to say that uh, somebody whose mother is Jewish is viewed as miker v'chacha, is viewed as from amongst the midst of his brothers, even though his father is not Jewish. Okay, that is story number one. Next story. Now we get into uh, a discussion of gerus of conversion. Uh, but we start off. This is we're all these are all cases of. A father who is not Jewish and a mother who is Jewish. And that's how we, we sort of segue into these cases. The case is as follows. There was a slave of who had uh, a wife, a non-Jewish wife. So the slave was not Jewish and his wife was not Jewish. And, and so his wife went Uh, into the mikvah for the sake of purifying herself from the impurity of being a nida. She was a nida. She had her period. If somebody has her period and they are impure, so then they are not allowed to have sexual relations with their husband. They first have to go to the mikvah to become pure. And so she went to the mikvah to become pure. The only thing is, is that this type of impurity does not apply to a non-Jew. This does not apply to a non-Jew. A non-Jew can never, a woman, non-Jew can never, become a nida, she never becomes impure because of her period, Uh, and so it's a little strange, why is she exactly, why is she going to the mikvah, she's not impure, Uh, so, Amar of Yosef, of Yosef says, after that incident occurred, I can find legal ground, to say that she's Jewish, and her daughter, from this marriage, meaning if she's Jewish, that means the, she's Jewish, and her husband is not Jewish, but the daughter is also fit, Why? With regards to her, I can apply the principle of Ravasi. The Ravasi, Ravasi says Milo Tavlo It's a it's a uh, ambiguous statement, but Ravasi just says, didn't she go to the mikvah for the purposes of purifying herself from being a nida, from having this impurity of nida of because she had her period? Uh, and so we know that she went to the mikvah. Therefore, what we'll get to in a second. Let's just finish the Gemara and then we will come back to explain. Uh, what Ravasi is saying, but the daughter Bevrasa, the daughter—that's how we got into this whole story to begin with. The daughter, the, the mother is Jewish, the father is not Jewish. So, this is how we rule. We rule that the child is kosher. The child is the child is completely kosher uh, because her mother is Jewish, her father is not Jewish, and that's how we rule. Okay, so that's what the Gemara says. The mother is Jewish because she went to the mikveh. She went to the mikvah, and that's what seems. She becomes Jewish um, by going to the mikvah, even though she went for the purposes of nida, which we'll elaborate on in a minute. Uh, but certainly, the once she's Jewish, so then her daughter is also completely Jewish and not a there. She can marry whoever she wants because, since she's Jewish, even though her father's not Jewish, she still is completely kosher. Uh, two more stories, then we'll get back to uh, this important discussion about the the convert going to the mikvah for the purposes of nida. The Gemara has a similar story. There was a certain person who was called the son of an Aramean woman, implying that she's not Jewish, the son of somebody who's not Jewish. Why? Because nobody saw her as a Beisdin go to the Mikvah, as a a court, as three people go to the Mikvah for the purposes of conversion. But Ravasi, this is Ravasi's statement, So what that other people didn't see her go to the mikvah for the purposes of conversion and the end of the day she goes to the mikvah we see that she's going to the mikvah uh because she wants to uh become pure from her impurity of nida, of having her period uh and we'll again we'll elaborate on this in a second and one final story ho bar armah there was a certain person a man who was called the son of an Aramean man the son of somebody who is uh not Jewish why because nobody ever saw the father uh, go to the mikvah for the purposes of conversion. But, and still, Amr B'Shiv M'Levi, B'Shiv says, but still, this person, the father, Milo Tavol he went to the mikvah to purify himself, uh, which was commonly done in the days of the Gemara. We, they, we've uh, gotten rid of it. Some have the, the custom to go to the mikvah, but because of a seminal uh, emission, and it causes impurity. And by the letter of the law, they do not necessarily have to go to the mikvah um, with regards to having uh, marital relations. Uh, but, uh, but we, he, this person, he was going to the mikvah in the time, there, there was a time where, uh, they instituted on a, on the, as an, as a on a rabbinic level to go to the mikvah, uh, before even studying Torah. Um, and so, and so this person, he was going to the mikvah. So even though he was, he was not Jewish, he was going to the mikvah, nobody saw that he converted, uh, but he was going to the mikvah, and so therefore, he is viewed as a convert. Okay. So now let's just try to explain what exactly is going on here. Uh, so we see, let's say, that we have this woman who uh, wants to become pure from an impurity of having her period so that she could have relations with her husband. And so she goes to the mikvah, but she's not Jewish. And since she's not Jewish, she she doesn't even have the status. It's impossible for her to have the status of an And so she goes to the mikvah anyways. And we've declared her as a convert. How exactly could this happen? How does this happen? So there are two very different approaches to understand this Gemara. Very, very different approaches to understand this Gemara. Approach number one is the position of Rashi and Tosos. Rashi explains that when she's going to the Mikvah, there's two ways to really understand Rashi. But when she's going to the Mikvah for the purposes of becoming pure, and again, the, the, the words pure and impure are probably uh, bad, not proper ways to translate Tumma and tahara. There's no real English word to properly explain Tumma and tahara. Uh, but she wants to become pure so that she can have relations with her husband. Uh, so the fact that she's going to the mikvah in order for a woman to, to convert, all she has to do is uh, is go to the mikvah and she has to accept upon herself the mitzvos. So with regards to the process of going to the mikvah, even if she doesn't go for the purposes of conversion, this is approach number one within Rashi, even if she's not going for the purpose of conversion, but she's doing it for the purpose of a mitzvah, of the mitzvah of nidah, that itself suffices, and she... Uh, that that step in the process uh, is, is uh, works, it's finalized and it's viewed as though she's going to the mikvah for the purposes of conversion because she's going to the mikvah for the purposes of a mitzvah that's one way to understand Rashi uh, I think it's it, it, the following approach is found more within the language of Rashi it seems that it's more accurate within Rashi which is to say uh, that we pointed out that uh, somebody who's not Jewish uh, does not have the impurity of of Nida, of having her period. And so the fact that she's going to the mikvah to make herself pure shows us that she really wants to be Jewish. And so when she's going to the mikvah, it's not that she doesn't have any intentions to convert and it's just for some other mitzvah and then that makes it as though it accomplishes that step in the process. No, she's going to convert. She's, she's telling her husband or she's telling us that she's going because of, because she wants to become pure, uh, and, uh, from having her period. Um, so that she could have marital relations with her husband. But implicit within what she's saying is clearly that she wants to be Jewish because a non-Jew doesn't have the Tumma, the impurity of nida of having her period. So it's clear that she wants to be Jewish. So she's going to the mikvah to be Jewish. At the same time, she's also going to the mikvah to purify herself so that she could have marital relations with her husband. But she certainly has in mind to go to the mikvah for the purposes of conversion. And that's what she has in mind. She really is going to convert. And that, that accomplishes that step in the process just to review the process of conversion. For a man, you need mila, and then you have to go to the mikvah, and there has to be kabbalah mitzvos, an acceptance of the commandments. For a woman, it's just mikvah and acceptance of the mitzvos. So this would accomplish going to the mikvah, because she does have in mind to go to the mikvah for the purposes of, that is her intention, for the purposes of conversion, but she also has in mind that it, this should work to purify her from being anida, from, from her period. Now, Tosos asks a few very strong questions. Tosos says that in order to convert, the Gemara says that in order to, to convert, it has to be done in front of a basin. It has to be done in front of uh, three uh, three rabbis, let's say. And we'll discuss all of these cases and all these Gemaras over the coming weeks. Uh, so you need to convert in front of three rabbis. However, when a woman goes to the mikvah, it's not for for the purposes of purifying herself from her period, from Nida, from that impurity that she got when she was in Nida. Uh, so that's not done in front of other people. certainly not done in front of other men. And so she did this by herself. How could she do this by herself? <laughs> so Tosvos. One of the answers of tosos is a very fascinating answer. He says that we do not need a Beisden. The only time we need a Beisden. The court that's there of three people. Is only for the acceptance of mitzvos. To, to talk to the potential convert and to, to hear from them that they want to accept mitzos, then you need the Bezdin, you need the three rabbis. But in order to go to the mikveh, you do not need the three rabbis. It's better to have the three rabbis, says Tosos, it's Lechatchila, but it's not necessary to have the three rabbis there. Now this is the opinion of Tosos, this is not necessarily how we rule according to the halacha. Uh, practically, we, we definitely do have, practically, have uh, three rabbis who are there, we try to if it's a woman, so we, we are very care- we try to be very very careful in terms of uh, making sure that everybody's comfortable and it's a proper situation. Uh, but we try- we do try to have three rabbis who are there also for the tefillah for for going to the mikveh. However, Tosos is of the opinion that it is not necessary. It's ideal, but it's not necessary. Why isn't it necessary? So perhaps you could explain that the actual conversion. What is the definition of conversion? It's to accept mitzvos. That is conversion. It's going from seven to 613 and more. It's the acceptance of mitzvos. The process is to go to the mikveh or for a man to have milah bris milah conversion, a circumcision and going to the mikveh. But that's the process. We only need the base then. We only need the three rabbis there for the actual change. That change is through the acceptance of uh mitzvos. And so that is uh, the position of Tosos. That really going to the mikvah, by the letter of the law, it does not have to be done. It does not need to take place in front of three rabbis. That is all with an approach number one. Approach number two is the position of the Rambam. The Rambam reads this and understands this Gemara entirely differently. And he says that it's not that this, this person is coming to convert right now. And by going to the mikvah for the purposes of uh, removing an impurity of Nida of her period, that she becomes also a convert right now. No, that's not what's going on in our Gemara. What's going on in our Gemara is that we have, let's say, a man or a woman. They're coming to our community. And so we knew that they were non-Jewish at some point in time, but they tell us that, listen, uh, we converted, uh, but we don't have any proof. We don't have any witnesses. We don't have anything. But we see that they are living a Jewish life. They are living a Jewish life. They are going to the mikvah, and uh, they are uh, keeping other commandments and they are living like any other Jew. So the Rambam says, this. that's what our Gemara is referring to. We believe that they had a conversion earlier. Certainly, according to the Rambam, you need to have the entire process, the process has to take place in front of a basin. It has to be done in front of three rabbis. And so the tefillah going to the mikvah also has to be done in front of three rabbis. And acceptance of mitzvah also has to be done in front of... Well, acceptance, we'll discuss all those details later on. But the, the process needs to be done in front of three rabbis. Uh, and... Uh, that's what's necessary. But the point of our Gemara is not that this is take, the conversion is taking place right now. It took place a long time ago. They're telling us that we converted a long time ago and they're living a Jewish life. So the Rambam says, if they're living a Jewish life, we could assume that they converted. He says, with regards to everything, we could assume that they converted except for one thing. The Rambam adds this, and that's an addition that's not found in our Gemara, but he has other sources for this idea, that when it comes to a marriage, in order to allow them to get married, then we do need witnesses. We need witnesses, either they convert again, meaning she goes to the mikveh again in front of us in this new community that she's in, or we need witnesses to say that they knew that she converted in some other din in front of three other rabbis uh, many years before. That's with regards to, to allowing the convert, whether it's a man or a woman, to marry. Uh, we need to have those witnesses. But with regards to all other areas of law, we could assume that they are Jewish since they're living a Jewish life. They told us that they converted a long time ago, even though we knew that they were not Jewish. At some point in time, uh, we could we could assume that they are Jewish because they are living a life as a Jew. It's just interesting that the example that's given is the fact that uh, they're going to the mikvah, uh, as opposed to any other example. It doesn't say any other example about keeping kosher or Shabbos, but it's specifically about going to the mikvah, uh, which is which is interesting. Uh, but that is the position of the Rambam. So again, according to Rashi and Tosvos, our Gemara is a case where she's going to the mikvah for the purposes, let's say, of really converting, and also to purify herself from being in Nida, and she, seemingly she's allowed to go to the mikvah alone without anybody present. Others say that, no, there, there were three rabbis there, uh, so it's not really a proof, uh, but that's the position of Rashi and Tosos. The Rambam has a totally different understanding of a Gemara to say that our Gemara is not discussing converting right now, but how we see her act, and why, how we see him act right now, and are they living the life of a, of a religious Jew, so then we know that we could accept the fact that they converted many years uh, before. Okay, that concludes the Gemara. And I want to wish everybody a Chag Kosher Sameach. Everyone should have a wonderful Pesach.